What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so it's <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Hey yo, I'm Katie. And it's your co-host Corey, and this is the, the Press, Press Next, Next Podcast. Podcast. I am so lit that we back. We are we back. We back, man. There has been a lot going on, but if you are new here, we are a film, TV show, documentary podcast. Uh, yeah, we talk about films and stuff, how they relate to real life, but also just talk about films and TV shows and stuff because we love them. That's what mm-hmm. we do. And we just want to be a podcast where you feel like you're sitting around with your friends chatting about a movie you just watched. That's it. That's it. That's all we do. That's what I love. That's what you love. Now, obviously, um, we are a little different. Katie is a, what would they call it? A casual watcher, I feel like. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, you're just, you know, as as uh, as Luis would say, you're here for friendship. You know, exactly. you're, just, you're just watching because you want to be entertained. I do the same, but I'm also a little bit more in-depth with the process. So I'm looking at certain things uh, and what we like. We like some same things for different reasons. Right. So if you, if that sounds like a podcast for you, you have met your people. So welcome to the, to the fourth right wall. Place. You know, welcome to the fourth wall. And for those who have always been here, A1, Day Ones, and who have not heard from us in a while, first and foremost, we apologize, but we have a <laughs> lot of updates we want to give you lots and of we, catching up to do yes have a lot of catching up to do glad you're here for it and we love you we'll always love you and this ship will keep on riding until we pass it off to our children <laughs> <laughs> goodness uh can you but that's the great thing about movies and tv shows and stuff right that's true they just they, keep on going we always have content to talk about true so anyway, let's 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 jump into it and we can get to some of the updates part of the reason why we were gone is because we wanted to honor, um, you know, those who are on strike. So some of the content and stuff we didn't want to talk about. And it was just too hard to really even come up with content to talk about because we wanted to stand in solidarity. But writers got their deals. We're still looking for actors to get their deal, right? Yeah. So shout out to the writers for getting what they what they wanted. And if they're anything like the, which they are, the actors will get their deal at some point as right. well. Uh, and then we'll be back to... Some good shows and good movies and stuff. Yeah, but also let's keep it a buck. We moved. We moved. <laughs> we, moved. we moved. Like it was just and any t- any time you know, anytime you move, there's a lot of stuff. Just a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. Well, we moved at the beginning of August, and then the entire month of August we were we gone. We're gone. Like yeah. either Corey was gone or I was gone. We literally the month of August didn't spent stay in four our, days together. Yeah, we didn't stay in our new place. We moved to a new place and never even stayed in it together. We saw each other. Four days. Yeah, that it was, was a, what a crazy month. And then September was just such a month for both of us when it came to just like understanding our new routine. Um, I also started another uh, venture with some family members of mine mm-hmm. who um, have actually sponsored our next segment. So we'll kind of talk about that. But uh, yeah, no, needless to say. It is our favorite time of the year, and you didn't know this, baby boo, okay. but I'm going to tell you. Okay. Guess what? Guess what two days ago it was? So we're recording this on Wednesday, the October the 11th. Okay. Two days ago. October 9th. Well, three days ago. October 8th. I'm sorry. October 8th. Guess what that day was? What? It was our third year anniversary. 
Our podcast? Yep. Wow. Third year anniversary. Wait, really? Yes, indeed. We started in COVID. Remember, we started with Ratchet when October Ratchet first came out? Of, mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize it was October. Yeah, because we know we wanted to, because Ratchet came out and we started with Ratchet. So. Yeah, Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. Turn up. Turn up. Wow. October's always our, our biggest month. And so, of course, we wanted to like gear up for October and make sure that we can uh, keep going. So Wait, that is so exciting. It is Happy exciting, isn't it? Happy third us. year. And for people who have been around, you've been listening for three years. Yeah. So shout out to y'all, really. Because sure. we can just be talking into a vacuum, but we're not. So. Also, like, shout out to us for still being here. I know we took gaps, but I don't think until you are doing a podcast i don't think you understand how much goes into it like one you have to think of the content two you have to make time to record three prep you have to make time to record (laughs) you know like it has to be a priority and sometimes like things just get in the way life gets in the way Mm -hmm. you don't feel mentally in the right place to record so shout out to us we're here still here still doing what we're supposed to be doing and what we love doing so we're you know we're out here doing this because we love doing it not because it pays our bills uh, because it does not. <laughs> but we love Facts. doing this. So um, we're going to continue to do it as long as we can. Like I said, pass it on to our kids. <laughs> um, no, so three years. And then we are, I think, about six episodes away from our 100th episode. Ooh. Which is We got to do something big that day. We really do. We really do. It's got to be a good episode. I don't know. So if anybody has ideas on what we should do for yes. our 100th episode, let us know. That would be that's wild, but yeah, we're about to hit 100, which is a milestone because most podcasts don't make it past 20. That that's a wild statistic. Yes. 20 episodes is where most tap out. Okay, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. For anyway, well, we're there, so shout out to us for that, mm-hmm. and shout out to y'all for um for listening and being along for that ride. Now, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that uh, I started a new venture with some family members, so um. Two of my brothers and one of my cousins, we actually started a new podcast as well. Yeah. It is called Stuck in the Middle. We released our first episode this past week. And it's really good. We so go listen that. to Stuck in the Middle. Stuck in the Middle. So it's Stuck in, like the letter in, the Middle podcast. Um, it's a, I guess you can, if you want to just shorten it up, it's a pop culture podcast. But it's really a, a more than that. It's four black men talking about their perspective on certain situations. People write in, we let their write-ins drive the topic of the show, and we try to help the, get people unstuck mm-hmm. uh, and get them connected to the appropriate resources that they may need. So Yeah. Um, and even though y'all are brothers and cousins, and I would go to say brothers because Brian, yeah, Brian basically a, yeah. grew up with y'all in your, in your house. So I think that even though you're all brothers, there are so, like, Y'all have different perspectives on everything. Mm-hmm. And even though y'all were raised the same, you think about things differently. Right. And you see things in a different perspective. And I think that the the flow of the four of you and what you bring to the table, I think it's great. And that was just episode one. I think that it's only up from here. Oh, yeah. So we gonna, we gonna everybody knock it check out it park. out. So we'd love for y'all to check that out. If it's if something that's something that you think is a uh, your speed, and if you have things you want to write in, you can do so. Um, but when I said earlier that they are, you know, kind of sponsoring our next segment, you know, how we always talk about, um, you know, what you've been watching. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna change up a little bit. It's gonna mm-hmm. be called "What Show You Stuck On This Week." <laughs> that's good. Um. Okay. 
So we haven't talked about this in a while. I feel like I have so much to catch everyone up on, on what I've been watching Mm -hmm. and things like that. But really, to be honest with you, been watching a lot of football. (laughs) That's what our TV has been on is football. So if you've been around, you know, during football season, our TV shows go down a little bit because football's up Sunday. Football, Monday, football, football. Thursday, Thursday, football, football. Tuesday, trivia, Saturday, Saturday, football. football. (laughs) So really, it's just Wednesdays. Yeah. Well, and Fridays, but sometimes Fridays, we got a a certain college game, maybe. Um, But that's not true. I feel like I've been seeing you watch. uh, What's that song? I don't want to Okay, okay. I was about to get into it. I was about to get into it. While I've been away, I started One Tree Hill for the first time ever. And you've been running through that thing. Ever. Never watched One Tree. Well, I take that back. I tried to start watching it in college. I got to season two and quit watching. I'm now on season six, I believe. And I have slowed down. I think I've watched like one episode in the past two weeks. Probably not even a full episode, maybe half of an episode. So I do need to get back into it. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to persevere. Um ironically being on a tv show and movie podcast something that i am infamous for is starting a tv show especially if it has a lot of seasons and it's been out for a while i'll start it get to maybe season two or three and quit yeah this is not because yeah 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 true this is you know i'll call you 14 days this is called add (laughs) i hyper fixate on something and as especially hobbies and TV shows and dive. I hyper fixate on a TV show and it is all I can think about. It is all I can watch for about a month. And then I you're bored done. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is honestly like why I prefer movies over TV shows. Cause you're, you get it and you're in, it's already over. So you don't yep. have to, there's nothing more to invest in the time you've already invested. Yep, exactly. I understand that. I understand that. But uh, <laughs> it has it is so good but i will say i wish i would have watched it back then watching it now it's still really good i love that i'm experiencing it for the first time but um it's kind of corny and when i'm when i say kind of corny like just the high school banter right. that they have it's like young boys they are you know, one comeback away from saying, you think you're all that in a bag of potato chips. Well, this was a time ago. No, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I wish I would have watched it 20 years ago. Right, right. Um, when it came out. But it's just, it's, it is really good. It is very emotional. I feel like I've experienced so many emotions watching this show that I just somehow have avoided spoilers for the past 20 years. Don't know how. I literally had no idea what happened in this show. Um, and it's been really good. Also, I have started reading the Harry Potter books. Yes. Um, I know that's not a TV show, but book club, movie club, book club, movie club started watching or started reading the Harry Potter books for the first time. I have watched the movies, although I will say I didn't watch all of the movies until COVID. We were in lockdown yeah, and we watched all. That was a fun time though. Seven movies. I, I don't know how seven. we watched them all. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. A lot of fun, um, but now I'm watching or now I'm reading the books, and after each book I read, we're watching the movie. So, finish the first book, watch mm-hmm. the first movie, finish the, finish second the second book. Need to watch the second movie we'll do that this weekend. And it's been really fun. I feel like I understand why people are diehard Harry Potter fans. I mean, the books are just 
so far. You're a wizard, Harry. And I've only read two. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to keep going. I've heard that after the third book, it gets a little dark, whereas the first three books are like light and airy, um, fun wizards. And maybe dark just in like dark magic. Yeah, I so, mean, you just gotta. I mean, if you're gonna, showcase which I feel all like is more the, mature. So right, when if you just can't, anything right has like a spectrum of things that could be good, or bad, or evil, or whatever it may right. be. So you gotta expect that if we're talking about you know wizardry, there's 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 another side to that. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. But you know what's so funny is I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, just Harry Potter in general. I was t- I was talking about this the other day at work about how I've started reading the books and now we're watching the movies and how the first movie I remember it so well because I've watched the first movie several times mm-hmm. throughout like just growing up I've watched the first movie several times but I've never watched like the second and on I watched in 2020 and I mentioned that when I was growing up, my granny used to be like, turn that witchcraft yeah. off. And what's so funny is that my coworker said, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Me it either, either growing up. And I feel like that was such a thing. If you're a I've talked to so many people who were not allowed to watch mm-hmm. Harry Potter growing up. And it's so interesting to me how everyone thought the same thing. Girl, I had to sneak to watch Halloween Town. Really? Yes. That's, that's funny. I feel like I know someone else who had said that to one of my friends didn't never watch like Halloween movies. No, nah, we can't do. I told you, as I say every single month. So this is gonna be my third iteration of this. Halloween in my house, we would go to church. It was Halloween be that name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it, it's funny to me. And it's kind of crazy looking back and thinking that so many parents didn't let us watch that because of witchcraft. And now the things that, children are exposed to on tv is so much oh worse than witchcraft 100%. like it's crazy and that was what i mean 20 years ago as well like times have changed yeah for sure times have changed but back sure. in the day when you talk about gatekeeping and where are the parents oh we well couldn't watch none of them yeah couldn't yeah, read yeah. none of them books don't yeah. if you got gifted a harry potter book that mother was going in the trash yeah guaranteed so it's been interesting. Um, JK. I think those are the mainly the two that I've been stuck on, though. I can't think of anything else that I've been watching. I started watching The Golden Bachelor today, and it... We have restarted... Interesting. Yeah. Grey's was, Anatomy. Yeah, I was going to let you talk about that, but we restarted Grey's Anatomy, and that is a show that I have pushed through, and I have pushed through mm. so much that I told myself, I've come this far, I can't give up now. <laughs> and I think I'm one season behind, but I'm pretty it's much caught up. Yeah, it's still on. They need to wrap that thing up. Uh, yeah, Ellen Pompeo said, which I think she's gone now. So They need to wrap that thing I, The up. last episode I watched, I know that she was like in Minnesota or something, like deciding if she wanted to leave or not. Man. So I don't know. I need to I need to finish, but it's been so fun watching from the beginning because it is such a good show, and especially the first, you know, six, See, seven, yeah. eight seasons were so good, and the the just the vibe you get from it. One, it's nostalgic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like comforting. Two, the characters are so yeah good. They had a they had a smash first cast. Yes. Three, it's just. 
the show really is a good show. It is. It is. I can't hate. I just, I, I think I got to the point. I maybe made it to a little bit after the plane crash when Yang went to, um, did she go to Switzerland? Minnesota? Switzerland. She went to Switzerland? I thought she went to like Wisconsin or something to be like, anyway, she left. And that's when I was like, oh, it's time for me to get up off this show. Yeah. Because it kind of got like just super redundant. Mm-hmm. And they focused a lot on like everybody's in a relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's when I was like, eh, I didn't want to. I liked like what, what we're seeing now in the first season is like uh, Meredith, you know, there's a, there's something between Meredith and McDreamy, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's something between Yang and O'Buddy. But other than that, like, it's not there's tension there, but a lot of the focus really is still driven on like their passion for their career mm-hmm. and what it takes to be what they are trying to do and navigating like a new group of friends. Right. So that was always a la- the relationships was there, but it was just like a layer. Mm-hmm. And it seems like now or at that moment, it just became like relationships was the focus. Basically, it's a a, a, a romance soap opera set in a hospital. It might as well be General Hospital. Yeah. Not as corny. Well, but no. I guess maybe still corny. And not as drama. As dramatic. You're so dramatic. You're so dramatic. But yeah, that's what I've been stuck on. What okay. about you? Um, I haven't been watching a lot of shows. I've been watching... Okay, so we watched Grey's Anatomy. I've been re-watching old Disney shows. I've been on That's All Raven heavy. Yeah, you have. And when we talk about some of the greatest shows that were ever made... It's hard for me now to have a conversation and not bring up That's All Raven. Really? What a phenomenal show. From top to bottom. I agree. Casting, perfect. Like, what is what the teachers say? Perfect. Just spitting everywhere. Mm-hmm. The situations... Uh, the situations were very on point for, like, a high school student. Right? What you would go through in high school. Mm-hmm. Um... It was really weird, and not really weird, but like it was cool that they tackled some of the issues on the show during that time period because it was somewhat even taboo to even do that. Like but what? This, oh, we talk about racism, uh, ageism, mm. um, uh, eating disorders, um, uh, yeah. body dysmorphia. Yeah. They're not really talking about those things in, in shows like right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we had a show that was funny. But also that real. And of course, they all kind of follow the same formula. Think about it. You had all the shows at that time, like Even Stevens, That's a Raven, Lizzie McGuire, like all of those type of shows. They all had the same, and that's declassified, the same makeup, which was like a friend group of three, mm-hmm. two of the same gender, and then the third one was the, the odd man out, right? So it's like two girls and one guy, two guys and one girl, huh? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. It was always the same. It's a trio, right? Three Musketeer kind of setup, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the fall off from there. Um, so there was a uh, there was obviously a formula, but to have a black family in San Francisco, who two of the main characters, as far as out of the trio, were also black. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a white friend who, granted, was like ditzy up. Apparently, she wasn't supposed to be like that. She talks about that in her podcast. That's funny. Um, but she just leaned into it and it worked. So it tested well, so she just kept going into it. And 
to see that and the dad's like a chef there's also an episode where he gets fired right mm-hmm. and he, he's talking to raven about like hey yeah i got fired but you know don't worry about it we're gonna come out of this how we're supposed to come out of it and then that's how he got the chill grill right mm-hmm. which in the vision was called baxter's place but then he started he's, he's, he opened up his own restaurant so it was just cool when you're re-watching shows to see did they really tap into something real why was it so successful hilarious very quotable as well and very quotable yeah, exactly so top tier show so i've been watching that so raven um also um random tangent i can't think about a gravy boat and i can't see a gravy boat without thinking about the was it a, a movie that's a raven movie where with country cousins the country cousins no i actually think it was, was that an episode yeah it was an episode and he said my gravy boat <laughs> and i can't think about or see a gravy boat without thinking about that's a raven i can't say stay together without saying stay, stay together, together stay, stay together, together. <laughs> you two were meant to be exactly like bro. Leather. It's just a classic I mean, get nasty. It, it, every, the words that come, the lines that came out of the show, it's tough to be like, it's tough to be. So it's up there for me with the Bernie Macs of the world, the um, the Wayne's Bros, the Martins and everything else. For me, at least. So um, I've been watching movies. I went to go see the newest Saw. Without me. Uh, well, of course. You said you don't want to go. No, and I'm reiterating. Okay, I'm about to say Saw I cannot is like my favorite franchise, and I know gore. you can't do the gore, so that's okay. Saw is my favorite franchise. I went to go see the new Saw. Um, it was okay. I really wish it was. They had new producers, new writers, a new director. Mm. So when Lee Wanell, so I'm kind of like, mm. but you know, he gave him his props and stuff like that. It just you can just tell it didn't feel like Saw. Right. It felt like uh, kind of one of the mainstream movies nowadays. They all have the same formula. And so that's, I kind of didn't like that part. Okay. It was actually less gory than all the other saws. So you probably would be fine watching it. Um, what else did we watch though? I feel like we, when did we watch uh, Talk to Me? You went to see that without me. Oh, did I really? You did. Fire. And um, I wanted to see it. Sorry. It's I, okay. You, you might have to watch that again though. It was creepy enough that I don't know if I, I want to watch it again. Wait, really? Yeah. It was scary to you? No, it wasn't scary. It just was, here's what I was saying. Oh, I was in, I was in New Mexico. You're right. That August, mm-hmm. right? So it was just so, I was not scared. Okay. However, I felt uneasy the entire movie. Mm. And I kind of don't like that feeling. Like the scary feeling, I can get over that. It's like really quick. Like, like ah, it's over. Mm-hmm. That movie made me feel very uneasy for the entire time Mm. so which is like okay to me a sign of like they did a great job of portraying what they want to portray but it's also like when am i supposed to watch that again you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like an event you got to go watch and just go see but shout out to them talk to me was a good film Uh, i'm trying to think what else i saw in theaters recently man it's been so tough and what i've been watching i just watched a movie with marlon wayne's like a halloween movie Mm. that's on netflix Okay. We watched um what that show what was that documentary about? Bishop Sycamore? Oh gosh, BS High. Yeah, BS High. That was some BS. Y'all, if y'all haven't seen that, was that on Max? I think so. Y'all gotta see that. If y'all if weren't familiar with the why do I sound so country right there? If y'all 
Um, rub it off on if you. If y'all weren't privy or caught up to the Bishop Sycamore thing, basically, I remember watching this live. I didn't watch it live, but I remember all of the Twitter memes. Oh my gosh. I remember watching it live and I remember the Twitter memes coming in live. And this was really tough. So some years back, and I say years back, I mean, we're talking less than five. I remember getting an alert that this school called Bishop Sycamore is going to be playing IMG on ESPN. Now, the context of that is that IMG is like a football powerhouse. Right. For high school. sports powerhouse. Yeah, sports powerhouse. For high school sports. Basically, it's a charter school where if you're going to be a pro athlete... You, you just go to, if you have the money, because it's going to cost you a pretty mm-hmm. penny. You go to IMG or like a Mount Verde or something like that, right? You go to those academies because they're, they're, they're athletics focused first mm-hmm. and academic second. Mm-hmm. So like they're going to be have people there that's going to allow you to get out of high school. But the focus is on training you to be the athlete that you're going to be. So if you go to them IMGs, you are one of them ones, as mm-hmm. we say. You one of them ones. You know, I know someone whose son, she moved to Florida just to put her son in IMG Academy. Well, that, Kay Cunningham, same thing. Oh, really? Kay Cunningham's from Arlington. He went to Bowie High School. And then his last uh, year or two, he moved, went to Florida and went to Mount Verde, played basketball. Oh. <laughs> so um, that's what you do when you wanted them ones. But Kay was one of them ones. He was the number one uh, NBA draft pick. My point is, if you get a if you get a game against IMG, you your team is also like a nationally ranked team. Right. Right? So you win, let's say you you're Cedar Hill and you win state two times in a row, you're the number one team in the in the nation. You then you can play IMG. So all the teams you think is good, you know, the St. Thomas's and stuff like that, they may play them too. But IMG is like playing the top of the top of the top, the cream of the crop. So I was like, okay, I want to see what this Bishop Sycamore is about because everybody's talking about Bishop Sycamore. I ain't never heard no Bishop Sycamore, so and it's getting a lot of hype. So I'm gonna watch the game. Yo, I watched the game. It might have been sixty to nothing at halftime. Yeah, it was. I remember the blowout. Embarrassing. Yeah, and I was watching the them play, and I was like, they suck. How did they get to play IMG on ESPN? Like, what? And then it came out. They <clears throat> then it came out that Bishop Sycamore wasn't even a real school. Wasn't even a real school. So they dropped a documentary on it called BS High, and of course, what a perfect name! What a perfect name! Yeah, right. And the coach sat down and was willing to do the documentary. And ladies, ladies, and gents, let me tell you something. With my own counseling background, when people come to me talking about their boyfriend or significant other saying, oh, he's a narcissist, what do I typically say, babe? He's not. He's not. (laughs) You don't actually know what a narcissist is. You think because somebody may be showing some narcissistic tendencies or maybe does something that a narcissist person would do, or maybe they're just selfish that they're a a narcissist. They are not a narcissist. This man from BS High from Bishop Sycamore, is a con man, a top-tier finesser, and if you want a cookie-cutter, quintessential definition of a narcissist, watch BS High. You will see that, and you will see how your boyfriend is not, they're not the same people. Would you call him a psychopath? I think I would. But I would call a narcissist a psychopath, too. uh, Yeah, yeah. 
This man. He was wild. And I can't even get into detail about all of the little things that he did. But basically, from my perspective, he ruined people's lives. No, he ruined people's lives. He literally took out loans in people's names. Yes, kids. We ain't talking about people. Yeah, kids. We're talking about high school age students. Minors. Taking out PPP loans and everything else. Some of the students who were Ruined their credit. Yeah, ruined their credit. Some of the people who were interviewed for the documentary, it was the first time they ever heard that they even had the debt. Mm -hmm. They're like, what are you talking about? And they're showing them like, hey, you have a PPP loan for $25,000 out on you. Your credit score is in the tank. So 300. They weren't feeding these kids. So these kids were going to Walmart and stealing, stealing groceries. Because they weren't getting, they weren't getting any food. Hotel uh, bills were not being paid. Um, he was trying to even finesse like the Walmarts of the world, ordering a chicken early in the day and then waiting to get it till late at night because they have to mark the price down because it was supposed to get sold, but nobody picked it up, which, you know, it's kind of like a genius finesse. But like at the same time, he was just a straight con man and he ruined people's careers. He had another guy who there was no school set up. Right. So there's no academic backing to this. Um, and all of these people, they want to play football. Like they're student athletes. That's what they know that they went to Bishop Sycamore to get a, a new lease on life. They were going to be playing the IMGs of the world. If, basically, I put it like this. You make a couple good plays against IMG, not even if you're playing at IMG. You make a couple of good, a good plays against IMG, and even if you lose, you can get a scholarship based off of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, hey, he lost the game, but he was killing IMG. We need to go pick him up. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you're using that as a recruiting tactic, these students are going to be like, oh, I'm going to Bishop Sycamore. And he was targeting students who weren't getting noticed right in their school so really he was preying on vulnerable people Mm -hmm. and so it's disgusting he's a vile human being he sees nothing wrong in his ways he still to this day thinks he did absolutely Absolutely nothing nothing wrong. wrong he thinks he helped everybody out he's on the podcast smiling like i cannot explain to you the amount of rage i i feel when i see this man's face like (laughs) you need to watch it but be prepared to be angry because it is just so mind-blowing it is the craziest thing i think i've ever watched because i legitimately cannot understand how people like that are real yeah like how are you real Mm -hmm. and how are you in like I just wonder what it would be like to live in a world where you don't think about the things that you do and how it affects other people. I wish I overthink about how I affect, affect other, people. other people. Yeah, I'm constantly doing things to make other people feel better. I wish I had an ounce of what he had. Nah, J- just just an ounce though. I don't. Sometimes that ounce turns to a gallon. Real no, 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 no. Just an ounce. I don't want. I don't want to be like him. Crazy. Mm. Y'all, y'all have to watch it. I think it's on Max. It's called BS High. It is just your your jaw's gonna be on the floor. There's and a- they just did a good job of documenting everything. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. had a guy on there who was a journalist in the area who was apparently following the uh, the schools from its inception. And he had filed a lot of like motions and and 
and emailed a lot of people saying like, hey, to the the, the board saying like, hey, y'all need to look into the school because it's not actually a school. And nobody listened to him, of course, because nobody ever does until it's too late, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go do that. We did watch that. What else have we watched? Well, there's been a lot of sports podcast or sports documentaries out in general, like The Quarterback. I yes. didn't watch that. It, that was good. I watched that. I haven't watched it yet. It is on my list. The Johnny Manziel. Oh my gosh! Man- did you watch that Manziel? one? Yeah, Manziel. Manziel, yeah. Um, no, didn't watch that fire. one. It's also on my list. Fire, fire, fire documentary. You think it's better than Quarterback? Um, well, they're they're really two different things. Okay. So quarterback is uh, over the course of a season, and it follows three different quarterbacks. They're all very different. You have mm-hmm. you Travis, oh, Travis. You have Patrick Mahomes, who's like uh, um, his quarterback style of play is like this free gunslinging, wild play, wild card quarterback. And mm-hmm. then you have uh, Marcus Mariota, who's been like a somewhat of a career backup. You know, so he has to be really you know intentional. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kirk Cousins, who is like a methodical what they would call a game manager. Mm-hmm. So it's three different quarterbacks, three different styles, not only how they prepare for the and play the game, mm-hmm. but also what life is like outside of football for them each week. So gotcha. it was cool to see that because the quarterback obviously is the brain of the team mm-hmm. and seeing how their families support them, seeing the stuff that they have to go through to still get ready for the week was really cool. Though my only critique is that once – Kirk Cousins got knocked out of the playoffs, and once Marcus Mariota went through what he went through, which shout out to him, he's our backup quarterback. Uh, but once he went through what he went through and was off the show, it just turned into like the Patrick Mahomes show. Yeah, of course. And I was like, not that I don't love Patrick Mahomes because I do love Patrick Mahomes, but I still wanted to see. I, I found a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins, so I wanted to see more about what it's like to be knocked out of the playoffs and what off season kind of looks like. When you're not in the playoffs and you're still watching people playing the Super Bowl, how mm-hmm. do you prep for that? Yeah. Um, but the Johnny Manziel one. Oh, and boy. is that just about his life? It's or? just about really his stint from college, how he turned into Money Manziel, okay. and then like where he's at his now. His downfall. Yeah, his downfall. Okay. And where yeah. he's at now. I want to watch that because that's when we were in college. Yeah. Like we, that was during our time. So I do want to watch that. Um, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Also came out with his documentary called Kelsey on Prime. I watched that. I don't think you've got to watch no, it not yet. yet. But I've seen a bunch of clips. And so far, I'm like, you know, Jason Kelsey's my guy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I will say I I think that everyone should watch it. I think it's very good. But as Eagles fans, you and I, we already knew everything that was in there because right. we watched it happen. <laughs> Lot. That's and why I couldn't watch the last episode of a uh, quarterback because it was about the Super Bowl. I didn't watch it. Well, even this isn't necessarily about the Super Bowl. So the Kelsey documentary is following Jason Kelsey. And this was before, like they started it before him and Travis really blew up with their podcast. Right. And so I think that in the past, obviously year the Kelsey brothers have really taken over the NFL. Oh, 100%. They came They're like with, the new face. Yeah, they came out with the podcast, New Heights. Um, they both went to the Super Bowl, and then that really blew right. up everything because they, they just SNL. had this. Yeah, they just had this, like, crazy, crazy year, right? Mm-hmm. They started this podcast at the beginning of the season. They never, you know, imagined that both of them would be at the, in the Super Bowl right. unless they read the script. Um, <laughs> just kidding. And... Then, you know, everything blew up from there. Their mom became famous. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, Travis was already this really big 
player because he's a tight end, so he's making a lot of plays. No, he ain't just a tight end. He is... To me, he's the greatest tight end of all time. Right, right. That well, yes, yes. So he is top tier at what he does, right? Like yeah. the greatest tight end. And Jason in, might be the best center of all exactly. time. Exactly. But I mean, nothing personal. Who cares about a center? We don't see what right. the center does. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like the center isn't Watch your mouth. Corey was a center. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, unless you know your team, like unless you are a fan of a team and you know exactly what the players do and things like that, I feel like Jordan Mailata could have his own show, oh, 100%. his own and podcast, I would watch it too. and he would become famous yeah. because he has such a great personality and, and we love him. He has a lot him. of talent. But unless you're an Eagles fan, you probably you don't know who Jordan Mailata is. You have no idea. So, yeah. but but that's what I'm saying is like Jason Kelsey is this. He's also the best center probably. I mean he's literally has all these accolades he's going to be a hall of famer like oh yeah sure and so it's they they blew up and then obviously now there's taylor swift involved and all Mm -hmm. of that so they've blown up even more but this all started even before that so this started at the beginning of the season last year and it was going to walk through his last season and it was going to be a documentary about the last season and going into retirement and what that's going to look like as such a good player mm-hmm. and such an instrumental part of your team. Um, obviously go to the Super Bowl and he decides, hey, I'm not done. I'm not I, I want to yeah. keep going because we can we can get there. We can run it back. And that's how you want to end yeah. it, right? Is well, you want to end it on the highest thing that you can do. If you can yeah. if you have a true chance, if we if our team got imploded, mm-hmm. And just dismantled, Jason Kelsey didn't come back. Yeah. But we really didn't. We we kept our core uh-huh. as, mu- as much intact as possible. So there's a true opportunity. And right now we're undefeated. There's yeah. a true opportunity for us to make it back and potentially win the Super Bowl. And that's how you want to go out. Right. Exactly. And that was the thing is there was, like, he was really in his head going to mm-hmm. retire. And then... In the off season, him and Travis did like this radio show and Travis said something about nothing feels better than going back to, I don't know exactly the quote, but basically like finish unfinished business. Right. So nothing feels better than losing the Super Bowl and then winning it. Mm. So because a, that's a Raven quote, nothing feels better than feeling the love. love. <laughs> so it's really interesting to see like. And his wife is an instrumental part of it. Love Kylie Kelsey. She can do no wrong. And it really shows like the life of a wag, the Mm -hmm. life of a wife, you know, of a football player and how much they sacrifice and how much, you know, of life that these football players do miss out Mm -hmm. on because they're doing all of these different things. Mm -hmm. And professional athletes in general. And you know what was the most interesting part of the documentary to me? What's that? Honestly, was after the Super Bowl. When I went to the hotel? They lost. The Eagles lost. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey goes back to the hotel. He walks in. His daughters are awake. It's probably midnight. Or definitely later than that. Yeah. like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. The whole family's awake. Everybody's obviously in like this dud mood because you lost the Super Bowl, everything that you've been working for and you lost. And then the kids have no idea. So Wiley is awake and she's just like, 
hey dad and he has to then be a dad yeah, dad, yeah. yeah like you go from having probably one of your lowest moments mm -hmm. of losing something that you worked so hard for and then having to just go back to the hotel and be a normal dad and yeah. that dichotomy is so crazy to me like i i've always thought huh i wonder what an athlete's doing right now after a big game mm -hmm. they go home they that's okay but they that's, go home there's <laughs> that like is a, so crazy to yeah, me yeah but there's like there's le there's life lesson in that which is like and people are like, oh, they're they're athletes, but it's like what they're passionate in and it's what their career is, right? Yeah. And their ultimate goal, much like if you have goals, oh, I wanted to make this sale or whatever, their ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. So to make it there and then lose, you know how you would feel yeah. in your profession about if you had you had got to your ultimate goal and it ultimately didn't work out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Coming home, you know how you would feel. And there are times where you just have the responsibility. This is like a small thing when I think like when people are like, what do men go through mm -hmm. type of thing? Mm -hmm. And when I say that, like most people don't witness what men go through because we just got to we just say, fucking we keep keep going. That that was an example of that. Yeah. Of. I got to be a dad. Mm hmm. I don't have time to I, I I can do the soaking stuff later. I can do whatever. But my kid doesn't even know what's going on. My kid just wants daddy. Yeah. So I got to be a dad, even though I'm going through one of the worst moments of my life. Right. You know, so it, it's cool to see stuff like that. And I like as just somebody who was an athlete, I like when their life gets humanized because we love to like dehumanize athletes yeah they're just these warriors that get paid a lot of money and yeah. so we complain that they get paid a lot of money yeah so when we actually look into their life and recognize oh they're literally just like us no they are jason kelsey lives in a normal ass house in pennsylvania and it's messy yeah <laughs> his house was really messy i'm not gonna it's lie dirty. i'm not gonna lie you watching the documentary i was like oh my god there's a mess in that <laughs> And you probably thought to yourself, he got enough money to get a maid. Yes. But maybe, you know what But you know what's There's... funny is in the podcast, um, Travis was like, people keep commenting on your microphone, the microphone yeah, and yeah. how you need to clean it. And he goes, well, listen, if you think this is bad, you obviously didn't watch the documentary. Because everybody was commenting <laughs> on that, yeah. Because this house is a mess. It's funny, though. I mean, it's real. You got three kids. Mm -hmm. And... Kylie's basically at home alone all the time with three kids. But I like that. That's what documentaries and stuff should be. Yeah. Our life isn't perfect. And the more that we are able to see that and how other people live, all we ever see are the moments on Instagram and stuff that look like you're living your life to the fullest. And we don't get to see the shattered window behind you. Yeah. We don't get to see the the chips in your paint. We don't get to see the stains in your carpet or the skeletons in your closet. We only get to see the Taylor the Taylor Swift dress that you put on for the concert. That's it. Mm -hmm. So don't come for me. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm saying that. I'm saying <laughs> I'm we, kidding. We start to have this uh, this envious spirit of why is my life not like theirs. When if we truly dive into everybody's life, we are so much more alike than we are different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's living, does we live in paycheck to paycheck, don't guys. When I say paycheck to paycheck, not meaning like you broke, you got money. But my, my point is that the struggles that we have are the struggles that everybody has. Right. And the struggles that everybody else has are the struggles that we have. Right. But they don't see that because all we post on social media are 
the things that are good. All we see elsewhere are the things that we want to present. Mm -hmm. So people are really just familiar with what they see and not actually who we are. So when you're watching a documentary like this and you see a messy house, of course you're thinking to yourself, house kind of messy. But if you get down to the nitty gritty, it's like he got three kids and Mm. he's a professional athlete who's never at home. Yeah. Of course his house is going to be messy. Mm -hmm. Your house is messy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You just would have the time to try to clean it up before somebody came and filmed it. But six out of the seven days, your house is messy. Yeah. So I, I, for me, I like stuff like that. I tell people all the time, like, you, I tell you all the time, I just, hey, like, you don't got to clean that up. You don't got to do this. You want to put on makeup. Like, be, be, let's be natural. Let's be in the habitat. Everybody else living the same. Yeah. But when it comes to cleaning up, I just can't let it be. <laughs> I can't let it be. We need to clean up. <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes you need it for your mental health. Yeah, yeah, else. yeah. So I'm with that. But uh, shout out to them and shout out to New Yeah, Hats. lots of sports documentaries out there. For sure. For sure, for sure. There's this new movie out that everybody's kind of talking about. I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Netflix. Okay. Do you know what it's about? It's like The Passenger. It's not The Passenger, the... I don't know, but I want to watch it. I, I saw it on like the trending, but of okay. course that's probably curated for it. it. It really ain't trending, but like you know, it might be. Netflix wants it to trend. The um, the artwork is like some girl. She's like in the ocean, like on a box or something. It looks weird. On a box. I look at it very fast, so I have no idea what it actually looks like. But I know that she's like on a large body of water, and she looks like she's stuck out there. Maybe nowhere. Nowhere. Was I right on the uh, image? Yeah, it's like, looks like a shipping container. Okay, see, look at me, man. I saw that thing for like a, a split a half a second, and I remember that. That's crazy. Okay, fleeing a totalitarian country, pregnant Mia must fight for her life when a violent storm knocks the container in which she has been hiding overboard. Trapped, mm. Mia gives birth and is forced to survive for her baby. Yikes. Okay, well... 50% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.5 on IMDb. Yeah, well, but it's this trending. is no hate to Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm not rocking with Rotten Tomatoes right now. Really? For a couple of things. One, we got denied as being verified, uh, um, being verified <laughs> uh, reviewers. So I don't like that. And I have to wait another like nine months for, to do it. So I'm not happy about that. But do you recognize why I think we got denied? There was an article that just came out that said uh, that basically there people were paying for the certified fresh. Really? The movies that like were like bombed or the movies that, you know, how some movies come out and they're like, this isn't, eh, y'all say it's certified fresh, but it really wasn't all that. And yeah. the audience score would be like a 60. Yeah. People was paying for that. That doesn't surprise me. No, exactly. It was like payola. So I don't rock with that. And I was in my head like, here's an opportunity for me. I mean, I have the idea for it, but here's an opportunity for us to actually have a site where that's attainable and accessible to people that they can. It's it's there is no like transaction between critics. Mm -hmm. It is you you vote and you don't vote. There's no, like, whatever else. There's no, like, comments. There's no way for somebody to pay for something else. Yeah. Like, to have true ratings to look up to say, oh, like, this is how the audience truly felt about it. So maybe for Rotten Tomatoes, I'm just looking at the audience score from now on and not the critics. But um, I'm still going to watch it. Okay. Don't care what they say, you know. Let's Let, watch it. 
Don't let um, Rotten Tomatoes or anything else be the judge of anything. Why don't you take the the deep dive in and watch the show for yourself. Amen. And I also feel like I've been watching something else, but I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Mm. I don't know. I don't think you've been watching anything else. Not that I know of. Yeah, you've been watching Call of Duty. <laughs> Always. <laughs> nah, I ain't been all that. I don't know. Anywho, I will tell you what I have been um enjoying on TikTok. Okay. You know, post like uh like clips from movies. Uh-huh. I like that. I like to like get a little clip from a movie and then like decide if I wanna dive down the playlist. Sometimes I'll scroll across movie scenes that I feel like I watch for 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, and then it clicks off right before something big happens. Right. And then you're like, oh, do I go to the next one? Mm-hmm. I just leave it where it's at. And sometimes it's like, oh, this is maybe a movie that I want to watch, which is actually kind of just smart marketing. But um, for sure, you know, like you can just post a clip and then people are like, oh, actually, maybe I want to go watch the whole thing or maybe I'm just satisfied with the clip. For sure. I've been seeing a bunch of Remember the Titans lately. I don't know why. Mm. They keep feeding me Remember the Titans. Now, let me ask you something. Yes. Even though the writers are off strike now. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think we'll be getting anything new soon? Because even though they're writing, we have to have the actors. This is true. Um, I just want Abbott Elementary back. Yeah. I miss Abbott. I miss Quinta. I miss Abbott. I miss nine one one. Even though the writing is a little cringe, um, they're in tandem. But the the thing is, once the writers got a deal, I was like, okay, the the actors aren't too far behind, right? You know, like they they're gonna get what they need to get. They'll come to some agreement. Luckily, we have enough content to kind of get us through the rest of the year. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll get anything new, new, but. I think there's enough content out there. And we're kind of saved right now with that with sports, right? So we have basketball that's just about to start. Uh, it's in like it's preseason. Football's going early season. Hockey's just starting. And baseball's in a pennant race. So, you know, there's... Go Rangers. Go Rangers. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of content to have. Yeah. So this is the perfect time, actually. There's no like... And then what, we get, what do we get next summer? Do we get the Olymp- Olympics next summer? Yeah, Paris. So we Patty. Well, I, I got some bed bug problems yeah. <laughs> going on over there. They better get that figured out. I think we're fine, right? Because we we get a full basketball season. We get the Super Bowl around that time. Baseball will still be running. Hockey will still be running all the way up until the Olympics. So sports wise, because there's so much packed in, and a lot of people watch sports, yeah. I think you don't have to fill the air with content. As That's much true. as um as much as it used to be, but here's what I'm hoping that they do. I'm hoping they shed light on some of the older things and bring those back. Um, and then I'm hoping that we just start to get back to like real creativity. Yeah. Don't feed me. Um, don't just feed me stuff because I you know people say you got to eat. Do you want to eat a grilled cheese every day or do you want to eat you know a, a, a gourmet steak? Feed me the gourmet. I'll wait for the steak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A grilled cheese is nice every every now and then. Yeah. It's busting. But Feed I don't, me the steak, yeah. I don't want to eat grilled cheese every day. And you're going to give me different cheeses. The craft cheese, 
the uh, uh, the Sargento for one. And it's still cheese on some bread with a little bit of butter, maybe mayo and whatever else I got on it. So, but my point is, I had to take the time to add the creativity and originality, and give us that. I'm trying to see what movies are coming out soon. Do you know of any that are coming out soon? Um, the new Exorcist, the, the new Exorcist oh, just came out. Yeah, I still want to see that. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see that. I didn't see the other uh, Nun. I didn't see that. But that's almost time oh, passed. Yeah. A haunting was? in Venice. I want to yes. see that. Um, how could I not mention? The Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie comes out tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I was there in person. Yeah, so it's just the concert, which is smart. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. I haven't watched those movies, I haven't movies, watched the second though. one. I watched the first one. Uh, Gran Turismo. I saw 50 uh, million Turismo, commercials. Turismo. Turismo. <laughs> 50 million commercials about that. I actually want to see that. I used to play that game all the time. Did you? Up. Yes. I even had the, um, you're going to think I'm such a nerd. When I, I was mean. in college, I had a driver set up, like the clutch, the wheel, mm, everything. Yeah. Um, Renaissance. Beyonce, Beyonce is also yeah. coming out with a film. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I do want to see that. Yeah, for sure. There was another thing that I saw. The Marvels. A, that's coming out next month, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to see that because I'm a... Um, I'm a Marvel stan, so yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. see that for sure. I need to start watching um, the, uh, like, Ashoka. Hmm? The Star Wars mo- uh, shows. Oh. Let me get caught up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, The Holdovers. I really want to see that. Remember, I think it was at the beginning of Oppenheimer, we saw the commercial for it, the trailer for it. It's about this... Uh, School, this oh, boy's yes. school, where this, this boy can't go old, home. Right? Yes. Yes. This boy can't go home for the holidays and has to stay with this teacher. Yeah. And okay. Wait, I, when does that come out? I think in November, November 9th. Nice. I nice. I want to go see it. Okay. It's going to get you in the mood for Christmas. Yeah. Or th- it's Thanksgiving. About, it's a holiday movie, right? It's a Christmas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's about Christmas break. It feels like an 80s movie. I just think it's going to feel very warm i'm with that i'm yeah. with that i want to go see that too so there's some and that one seems more creative and original so mm-hmm. i'm rocking with it wonka that comes out i miss me with it really I, nah. I don't know when it comes out but it's coming up so yeah there's some there's some good things on the on the horizon on for the, us on the horizon. so not mad at it all right Well, thank y'all for staying around all 54 minutes and 45 seconds of this episode now going on to 49, 50, 51, 52. All right. (laughs) That's enough of you. (laughs) I'm sorry. So thank you for listening to us. As always, follow us on social media. We're very excited to be back. We will watch something this weekend and come next week to discuss it and break it down. Also, shout out to my boy Copen. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I forgot to announce this. Shout out to my boy, Kobe. October 20th, there is a new show coming out on Netflix that is called Surviving Paradise. Yes. And 
it has none other than Mr. Copen Combs, yes, a go. Stillwater legend, a good friend of ours, a friend uh-huh. of the show. Um, love him. Used to work with him. He is literally a light on this earth. Everybody that knows him expected him to be on TV. Like there was no, you know, right. like you you see Copen and you're like, yeah, that guy's gonna be on TV, which he has been. He was on Worst Cooks in America. Um, but his new show comes out October 20th. We are super excited to watch it. I hope that you all watch it and just know when you see a guy in a bright orange jacket, know that he's probably screaming go poke somewhere. Hey, shout out to Copen. And he's bringing seven different kinds of smoke. Seven different kinds of smoke. <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna try to get him on the show. I think, I think he's great enough to be on the show. He's gonna elevate the show. Anything he does, he elevates. So, Facts. shout out to you, Copen. All right. So watch that October 20th, Surviving Paradise, on Netflix. Let's let's get at him. And with that, take us home. When you're watching TV and ask, are you still watching? Always press next. Bye. Bye.